Welcome to the Chamber Connection Podcast, a lively and fun discussion about business and industry issues in the Dothan, Alabama area. Small, medium, and large businesses share their stories of success and their daily challenges. Want to learn what it takes to start and grow a business in the Wiregrass area? Then please join us for this informative discussion. Good afternoon. This is Dean Mitchell with the Dothan Area Chamber of Commerce, and this is our monthly podcast. Joining me today is the Director of Membership from the Chamber, Ms. Hayden Camp. Hello. And our special guests today are our friends from Dunbarton Corporation here in Dothan, Jill Lord and Blake Seymour. Jill and Blake, thank y'all for joining us for this conversation. Glad to be here. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Yeah, we appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. What does Dunbarton do? So we manufacture metal bifold closet doors okay. and metal door frames. And we also manufacture the metal boxes that go around tankless hot water heaters. So um, essentially we're what we like to call a sheet metal shop. Sheet metal shop. Um, how long y'all been in Dothan? Since 1972. Wow, a long time. Yes. Do you know the history of how y'all got to Dothan? Companies were actually started in uh, Michigan mm-hmm. as a metal frame manufacturing company mm-hmm. in the middle 40s. There was also a uh, founding fathers really developed a metal bifold. Uh, throughout the years, those products came together through different ownerships. And in 1972, like Jill said, we moved into Dothan, Alabama. It really stayed in the same building all the way up until about uh, 2008. And we had expanded in the Dothan area and had two manufacturing operations in the local area. About 1999, 2000 range. And uh, after the recession, we uh, combined into one building and have been growing steadily since then. Uh, we actually have a satellite facility in Tennessee. We do some operations up there. It just puts us a little closer to our, our customer base. And y'all are located in the Westgate Industrial Park, back in the back. That is correct. Yep. Um, tell me a little bit about uh, who are y'all's customers? Who do y'all sell to? Our main customer base are really dealers. Mm-hmm. Uh, builders first source, your large building companies. So we don't really sell to the general public or the general contractors. We take our products in what's really known as two-step distribution. So we take our products and sell to a distributor who then in turn sells to a general contractor who works with the owners and architects of projects. And when we're talking about doors and door frames, are we talking mostly residential or is this commercial? We're really kind of in a mixed market. Mm-hmm. We don't do the single family homes, but we also don't do your uh, prisons and schools and hospital type projects. Mm-hmm. We kind of float the mid-range, kind of your multifamily projects. We do a lot of hotel motel projects. Uh, light commercial, some tenant build-outs. So we try to stay in that process because we can actually provide products kind of both upstream from the residential to commercial and from commercial downstream to residential. It's kind of a little spot we found that really works good for our distribution and our customer base because we can provide a lot of customers products that at times they were having to go to multiple sources. Mm -hmm. We kind of became the one source for your complete opening solution. Blake, how long have you been at Dunbarton? Started in 1997. So I've been there a little over 23 years. How did you get your start with them? Just really, it was a you know a job I took out of uh, out of college. Uh-huh. I started in the engineering field. About two years later, I was in product management. A couple of years after that, I've been in sales for about the last twenty years. Uh, a couple of months ago, I moved in from you know being on the road for twenty plus years and started uh, overseeing our customer service department. Are you from Dothan? Uh, from the local area, yes, yeah. from Ozark. Jill, how about you? How long have you been at Dunbarton? Um, about five years. Uh-huh. So, but I've known Dunbarton for. I guess a little over 10 now because um, I got my start or in my career uh, for six years at Personnel Resources as a recruiter. So oh, I was yeah. actually staffing for Dunbarton for six years. So you're from the local area too? I am. What, um, 
Tell, tell our listeners, uh, how would you describe the, the business climate in, in Dothan, Alabama, and why I think we're a, a, a great place for, for local industry? Well, I mean, you know, Dothan does a great job I mean, of really promoting themselves as a great workforce. I mean, we're kind of the hub of southeast Alabama. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a good uh, workforce, very dedicated around the area. Uh, we have a lot of long-term employees, a lot of new employees. So, I mean, it's a it's a good area, and the, and the city and, and county put a lot of effort into recruiting businesses and supporting them. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we moved into the new building in 99-2000, uh, that was a spec building that Dothan put on. Yeah. So we really picked it up at the right time and worked with them and uh, built the building. They supported us. Uh, and we've done some projects around locally. I mean, the you know, the Chamber of Commerce. Absolutely. I mean, several years ago yeah. when they were doing the, the new building, we yeah. supported it and put the door systems in there. Yeah. Um, Blake, are you glad to be off the road and, and not traveling as much? I am. It's it's really nice. I mean, you know, having done it for so long, I mean, they all ask me at the at the office, is it a big change for you? I said, well, it is a big change, but it's one of those where, you know, back in the days you would just pick up your briefcase and suitcase and go to work on Monday and come back on Friday. Yeah. Now it's just kind of a little bit shorter cycle. Yeah. So it's good to be home around more than family and actually getting to spend time with, you know, people face-to-face instead of customers. I do miss the customers, yeah. but, you know, still have interaction with them. I mean, it's good to be able to do things like this with the Chamber and just really help Dunbarton grow in the local market. Absolutely. I mean, one of the things about Dunbarton is, you know, I'm from the local area. I never knew about Dunbarton until I started there. Right. I had no idea they existed, right. which most people don't. Yep. I mean, you know, having been on the sales side, a lot of the distributors around here weren't even real familiar with what Dunbarton did. Mm-hmm. So over the past couple of years – as I really focused on this market, it, you know, I switched, you know, sales wasn't always the same thing. I mean, I, I worked at one portion of our business for about 15 years. For about the past five years, I worked at another portion. So that last four to five years really put me in touch with the local people. So we were taking the company they knew about, had no idea what we made, and there was products we could sell to them. Mm-hmm. So we've actually helped support them, and then we give them some work, and there's a lot of back and forth. So that's, it works out really good. That's correct. Just trying to get our name that's out great. there in the community. Jill, obviously, you've been helping business and industries through your time at Personnel Resources and now with a local company. What's, what's, what, what have you seen that's so great about the, the local community and how they support business? Anytime we have a question in particular, I mean, we know who to call. We know to call you guys at the chamber. Um, you know, there's a local HR group called Wiregrass Human Resource mm-hmm. Management Association. So anytime we have a question or need to collaborate, uh, you know, we know exactly who we can go to to get the answers that we need. Um, so it's it's a great community, and yeah. we're we're very fortunate to be here. Yeah, well, we're super proud and honored y'all are in our community and been longtime chamber members, and we appreciate that. You know, um, let's touch on the subject that is probably closest to to y'all's mind every day, and that that's workforce. You know, when I, I look around the area and I look on job boards you know within a 50 mile radius of Dothan there's probably 3,000 plus positions that are opening and obviously we know it's a challenging time in the economy and with COVID with COVID we had before who knows what the COVID is going to look like again Um, talk to us about um, the opportunities that exist for people at Dunbarton not just to have a job but to be like Blake and to have a career at Dunbarton and obviously I think Blake's a great example of somebody who started and has grown and had opportunities so talk with us a little bit about those opportunities and about the culture and the values of the company and why it's a great place to work. All right this one's easy so uh, we have a lot of job opportunities and career opportunities at Dunbarton Um, we are hiring for almost every department in our manufacturing um, in our plant so you know I would say in one word that you know we are a team Mm -hmm. and family environment Mm -hmm. Um, 
you know, we've got several people like Blake that have been, you know, have started their career on the plant floor and then moved up into different positions or, you know, maybe to different roles on our plant floor. Um, you know, we've, we've got several people that we love to brag about. We've got um, a gentleman who's in his 70s and he just hit his 45th year at Dumbarton and wow. he uh, works you know, a lot harder than some of the younger people, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, it's just kind of funny and he never complains. Um, you know, we've got a young guy that works for us right now that we like to brag about a lot. Um, his name is Josh. Uh, he started, actually Dumbarton was his very first job straight out of high school. And he started on our plant floor in a job that was very entry level and he was at work every day at 4.15 a.m. I don't think we heard him say a word for about two months um you know but he was there every day and on time very dependable we hired him on um, because he started with us through personnel resources and very quickly after he was hired on um, he got promoted into a more uh, complex role in our fabrication department operating um, a very complex piece of equipment so he's been doing that for a while and of course has still been very dependable Mm -hmm. and now he's been promoted into the customer service department um so you know he wants to be at dumbarton for his entire career and and that's you know we love to promote from within um you know it's really amazing because everybody at dumbarton we've got about 180 ish employees but everyone knows who everyone else is you know hey how are you good morning How's your kids? How's your spouse? I mean, it's just really a family atmosphere. How many how many shifts do y'all have at Dunbarton? We have two shifts in our fabrication department. Okay. Um, we've got a first shift and a second shift. Okay. Everything else um, runs on one shift, well, day shift, but the start times vary to make sure that we get what we need to get done. If someone is interested in applying or learning about more positions at Dunbarton, what's the best way for Uh, them to do that they can go to our website dumbbarton.com or they can go to uh, our Facebook page and send us a message they can also email their resume to jobs at dumbbarton.com okay and that'll give them opportunity to to get plugged into y'all and absolutely see see where there might be a good fit absolutely talk to us a little bit about um, uh, uh, culture and and community impact I know that Jill, you've gotten engaged with our team at the Chamber with Southeast Alabama Works and the Worlds of Work, and y'all have had career coaches out there. Talk to us about why it's important to be involved in the community. We want people to know who we are, and we want to be that employer of choice. You know, we we feel like we've got a great company, and we want everybody in Dothan to know what Dumbarton's all about and the opportunities that we have, Mm -hmm. and we want to give back to the community. Um, In fact, we uh, were just recently a sponsor for the Champions of Hope, mm-hmm. um, you know, and we had a lot of people at work that participated in that. So, you know, we're really, we're always looking for ways that we can give back to the community and be a part and also make sure that we let people know what, what we do and who we are. Blake, um, you've obviously been there a while. Why have you stayed there? Have you, you know, because you started right out of college and oftentimes folks don't stay in those jobs, but you've obviously made it a career. And what's been the um, attraction to, to grow there at, at Dunbarton? As Jill said, I mean, it's a great company to work for, great employees. You know, it's, uh, it's a great team environment. I mean, I hate to you know, use the term team, but it is. I mm-hmm. mean, everybody's there to pick up everyone else's back. Mm-hmm. You know, as Jill mentioned, I mean, we have a large range, range of age of people. 
a lot of long term, a lot of short term. I mean, in my department, I have 50 years between the earliest and, and the oldest. Mm-hmm. And like Jill said, that employee that started working for me in his early 20s, I have a lady there in her 70s. Mm-hmm. She's happy coming to work every day. She's really on her second career. I mean, been with us about 20 years. Yeah. Um, Jill, what are the qualities that, that you look for when somebody um, applies for a job at Dunbarton? And um, talk to us a little bit about things that people need to do when they're going to apply for a job and then obviously come for that initial interview because you know a lot of times it sounds simple but a lot of times some of the basics get overlooked absolutely and honestly the biggest thing we look for is a good work ethic we need somebody that you know we can count on um you know especially in the crazy climate that we're in right now with covid um you know we will take somebody that has experience and we'll take somebody who has no experience um, you know, we're willing to give anybody a chance and, um, you know, as, as long as we have someone we can depend on, that's what we're looking for. Um, we are a non-climate controlled environment. So of course we're in a building and you know, hot. it's right. It's hot in the summer and it's chilly in the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and a lot of people that have been around for a while say that if you can make it that first week in the summer, that your body kind of acclimates. Um, so, you know, I, I think that People that have experience working in a hot environment, um, it's it probably wouldn't be a shock to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the other thing as far as our fabrication positions go, that's important is knowing how to read a tape measure. Um, our measurements, uh, our fabricators have to read down to a thirty second, and sometimes that's very hard to find people that can do that. Um, so I always tell people to look at YouTube videos and. Um, you know, kind of brush up on that before coming out because mm-hmm. our fabricators definitely read tape measures all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just having that positive attitude, coming to work with a smile on your face and being there every day and on time, that's that's what matters to us. And sometimes it's really just the simple things. Absolutely. <laughs> yep, sure um, is. How has COVID affected y'all? And were, did y'all have to do any sort of shutdown? And how's, how's business for the company right now? Well, I mean, it is an overall picture when everything shut down in March, we were still running. Yep. Uh, we as a company had one incident back in July where we had a couple of employees test positive around the same time, and, and we did the right thing for the company. We closed down. We thoroughly cleaned. We made sure everybody was comfortable and knew we weren't just cracking the whip to make sure you're there doing what we need. So we did that for a couple of days, and the employees remained very positive, and we got them back to work. I mean, the overall environment uh, – when things started slowing down, I mean, we were having probably one of our best months ever in March. And within two weeks, that kind of ground to where did all of it go. Uh, but you say that, I mean, May and April were a little bit slow, single digits off. But as we start looking back in perspective, a lot of people are double digits, mm-hmm. almost 50% off in some markets. Uh, June came back and uh, orders started building real strong. July were even better, and, and in August we wrote more orders in the system than we have in the past six years. Wow! Right now we're booking at the rate of what we call the summer work season, and it's not slowing down. I mean, we have some product lines we're writing orders in well into December backlogs. I mean, business right now is as strong as it ever has been for the building industry. Mm. I mean, even though a lot of manufacturing shut down because of personnel issues. We took the right steps early on, sanitized, instituted procedures to follow the government regulations. All of our employees are thoroughly knowledgeable, and they understand that we're caring for them. We can keep them safe at work. 
we try to encourage them to stay safe at home so they can come to work and be safe. And it's really paid off very positive. I mean, outside of a couple of cases, which, you know, it, it looks like this thing's almost like trying to avoid the sunshine. <laughs> you know, outside of that, we've done, I think, what would be called a great job. Um, have any supply chain issues? Has any supply chain caused y'all any issues? A few are causing some minor problems. Uh, we were like any other company. We try to be proactive. Calling our vendors, being proactive. Where do we have issues? If we saw an issue coming up, we tried to take steps to uh, beef up our inventory and overcome those. A lot of ours are, are contractual driven. We've been dealing with our vendors for a long time, just like we have employees. So we're really kind of a preferred customer to those vendors. And very seldom have we had something that actually caused a shortage to our customers. Uh, I'm sure it's like anything else. I mean, you talk to my purchasing guy, he's probably pulling a few chunks of his hair out because of the issues going on. But, you know, they're long-term, they're trained, they're professionals at what they do, and, and they're taking care of us. And overall, as a company, we're hitting our marks, and our owners are proud of us. That's great. Are y'all a privately held company? We are. We're actually owned by uh, a trust. Mm -hmm. A family in Wichita, Kansas owned us. Uh, the owner had passed away, but he put the company in a trust, and his daughter runs us. But we are privately held. He has us and a couple other companies are in the trust. And is where other what other manufacturing plants does Dunbarton have? Dunbarton has the one manufacturing plant in Dothan, Alabama. Our facility in Tennessee is more of an assembly facility. Okay. So we actually supply it out of our Dothan manufacturing plant. Y'all are making it here, shipping it up there? Yes, and a lot of other products meet their way there from vendors, and it's kind of a final assembly point. Okay. And then there it's going to the Going to the customer. customers. Really what we found out is in, in a lot of markets, I mean, granted there's a huge customer base in the southeast. I mean, we all know that two-thirds of the population lives east of the Mississippi. Uh, but when you put yourself about 400 miles further toward your customers, you've cut down the transit times and really your response times. So you're, you're right there, a lot closer to the Midwest, a lot closer to the Northeast, where a lot of our customers are based out of. Mm -hmm. um, since y'all are, y'all both born and raised in this part of the country? In this area, in correct. This area, I always like to ask our guests, what do y'all like about Dothan? And if there's one thing that you could change about Dothan, what would it be? So I've lived here my entire childhood, and um, I guess growing up, I wanted to be in a bigger city. Um, I went to college at Auburn um, and thought I'd never come back to Dothan, would never look back. Um, and honestly, I can't see myself being here or raising, a, or I'm sorry, I can't see myself being anywhere else but here. Um, Dothan is such a tight-knit family community. There's lots going on. We're not far from the beach. We're not far from Atlanta, Birmingham, Montgomery. Um, you know, there's plenty of things to do here, but it's also great that we're so close to other bigger areas. Mm -hmm. So, and I, I feel like it's a great place to raise children as well. Blake, what about you? I was going to say, I mean, our, our stories kind of are similar a few years apart. Same issue with me. Went to Auburn University, graduated there, never thought I'd come here to work. Came here and don't want to leave. <laughs> I mean, you know, we can always find things to pick on the city about, but I don't think there's one thing that I would say, I could say I don't want or just drastically needs to change. I mean, there's so many good things to look at. There's so many good things about the city. I mean, there are a few minor things. Sure. Where, you know, we can all have a separate conversation and pick things apart, but overall, 
you know, it's where I want to live. It's yeah. where I raise my family. It's well, where I want to live and retire. Yeah, and you know, it's easy now with all the orange barrels to get frustrated with the traffic and the that. But as the mayor says, just love those orange barrels and embrace them. Barrels and, made progress. Yes, right. so quit yes. complaining. <laughs> no, you're you're exactly right, Aiden. I mean, the the barrels mean that our leaders have supported the city growth. Are we on exactly when the growth pattern needed? Maybe not, right. but at least we're there. And we're making progress, and that's what we're called, the city of progress. That's right. That's right. We're doing something. We're trying and, and trying to be supportive of, of business and industry. Um, Jill, remind our viewers again, f- folks that are interested in, in learning more about Dunbarton, where they can go to get plugged in and potentially apply for a job. Absolutely. Our Facebook page, Dunbarton.com, or send your resume to jobs at Dunbarton.com. All right. And... Uh, we certainly appreciate y'all's time today and certainly appreciate learning more about Dunbarton and learning about the opportunities that y'all have. And again, thank y'all for being great chamber members, great community members, and having a, a, a great uh, business here and, and supporting a lot of families. Because at the end of the day, we understand how important jobs are and how important it is to be able to help folks and, and provide a living and provide opportunities where families can grow and thrive. And we appreciate y'all. Absolutely. We appreciate you guys. Thank you. and we'll Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. Like you said, I mean, us being part of the chamber and part of the members of the city of Dothan, that makes everybody interested in being coming a member of Dunbarton. That's we'll right. say more about us. So That's thank right. you very much for the opportunity. Absolutely. Enjoy talking with y'all. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for checking out our podcast. Be sure you follow us on Instagram at Dothan Area Chamber and on Facebook at Dothan Area Chamber of Commerce. You can also reach out to us through our website, www.dothan.com.